Project Racing's Melbourne Cup preview show. Dag and Beaver are with you as we are twice a week, every week for free across progetracing.com.au as well as on YouTube. Uh, stick around if you're new, subscribe and, uh, yeah, leave us some comments and your thoughts below. Uh, Beaver, we is down in Melbourne. Uh, he's ready and raring to go for Cup Day. Uh, how has it treated you there so far? Yeah, firing on all cylinders here, mate. It's refreshed and energised. Um after a big night out and uh, ready to go for Cup Day tomorrow as we do a runner-by-runner runner assessment of each and every chance in the race. Perfect. We are on a good track. The rail is going to move out two metres from the true where it was on Saturday, uh, which there was a suggestion of perhaps some on-pace bias. Hopefully, uh, generally, Flemington plays fairly fair, so we're going to treat this as all things being equal. Every runner hopefully getting a fair enough chance. Uh, any thoughts on how the track might play? Yeah, let's hope that uh, that is the case with the, the rail moving out. And it'll be interesting to see probably as we get into um, some of the second and third races as to what each and every runner tries to do and if there is any of that. But I don't think it'll affect the cup. Uh, the 3,200 metres, um, I think that gives every horse a chance. And if you're good enough, you'll win. Uh, there won't be a track bias there. Excellent. We're going to kick off with last year's winner. The winner of the Turnbull this time in in Gold Trip draws Gate Two for James McDonald, Kieran Maher, and Dave Eustace. Uh, is Gate Two a concern? And how are you lining up last year's winner? Yeah, look, no, I don't think Gate Two is a concern here. I think it can posse up um, nicely wherever it wants to be. Um, as we know, always in the cup, you just got to make sure you don't get any of that backwash of horses going nowhere at the, at the wrong time. Um, but I think it's going as good as what it was last year, if you look at its form. Um, so uh, it did win this race last year. It normally goes up a kilo on that. And if if you look at its lead up um, last year to this year, uh, very similar. I thought the I thought the fifth in the Cox Plate was outstanding. If you go back and look at that run, there was not a lot of pace in it. It was taken back to the 2,000 metres coming off the, the great run in the Caulfield Cup over the 2,400. Um, that, primed and set it up perfectly here and uh, an absolute genuine live chance here. Um, if you like Gold Trip, um, I certainly wouldn't be turning against it. Actually, lots of ticks for in my book. Absolutely. As you said, only goes up a kilo on last year's win. Uh, Jamie, Mark Zara has stuck with without a fight off the Caulfield Cup, but gets James McDonald, so hasn't lost anything there in a big race. Uh, I think gets a great run. I'm backing over 3,200 metres for it to get even luck. And it is one of what is only a handful of chances in, uh, let's be brutally honest, a pretty average Melbourne Cup field compared to most years. Uh, the second, or number two in the saddlecloth order is Alan Kerr for Damien Oliver and Mike Maroney. It draws gate nine. Uh, you can get in excess of $75 across the exchange in some other spots. Is it any hope? I don't think so. Um, I certainly can't find too many reasons um, or too many pluses for this horse. Uh, just hasn't shown a hell of a lot in its um, three runs in this time in, and uh, yeah, it won't be one that's catching my my eye. No, last win was in uh, the Tats Gold Cup nearly two years ago. Uh, we're now two preps into Australia, and I, to be honest, couldn't find anything worth even discussing in any of its runs. So we'll move on. The third is or number three is without a fight. Uh, Mark Zara has elected to ride this over Gold Trip. Uh, Caulfield Cup winner this year has won three out of five in Australia. Uh, that was a massive win in the Caulfield Cup. Uh, chased down a proper horse in uh, West Wind Blows. 
You can't fault any of its runs here. I like gate 16. I think it's going to be running line. Uh, you know it's going to be in clear air. And Mark Zara has found some uh, red-hot form over the last month or so. Uh, live chance uh, and is another key, key hope in this race, Beaver. Absolute key hope. Um, look, uh, first run this time in, got well back and finished off. That was a, a lovely run um, behind Alligator Blood. Um, it was enough for me to suggest it was uh, my top on top in the Caulfield Cup. It did run down um, a very, very good horse in West Wind Blows, um, making its run with Gold Trip. Uh, got to get the 3,200. Um, you know, but its last couple of runs went in worker, took us all before us up in, in Brisbane and has come back and shown that it is um, an absolute genuine uh, good horse and has that turn of foot. Um, that can win a Melbourne Cup, that's for sure. The fourth horse is Breakup. Gate 18 for Kohai Matsuyama and uh, Tatsuya Yoshiika. Uh, off a eighth in the Caulfield Cup. Went back and watched it. I thought it probably gassed out in that race. Uh, it just uh, fitness gave out there. I think I think is the big improver out of that race. It will run better than uh, it did there. I think is a live chance in terms of... Uh, trifectas and first fours. Fourth in a Tenno show definitely reads well for a race like this. Uh, what are your thoughts? Yeah, 100%. Um, has had some uh, some decent runs and form going back through Group 1 and Group 2 races over this distance um, in Japan. We know they bring decent horses over here. Um, and one thing you've got to look at a lot of the, the Japanese horses, if you go back and look at their 3,200-metre runs, um, the times they run is, you know, somewhere close to five to ten seconds faster um, than, than the the times that we run. You know, ten seconds over thirty two hundred. You're talking about half a furlong there, so if not more. Um, so they they can run time. However, they do get um, sometimes uh, pace setters in those races. Um, so if it, if there is a horse that can stay and run and um, has a turn of foot, uh, this could be one of them around the twenties. Certainly, can you can play play that into your your, your exotics. The favourite number five Vauban for Willie Mullins and Ryan Moore. Gate three, uh, a little nervous. I get a little less nervous about international jockeys on the international horses. I think sometimes they don't necessarily suit some of ours. Uh, I think the ability from gate three to hold a position is what will put it in good stead. Uh, uh, last time we saw it out, it won a Group 3 in Ireland before that put eight lengths on uh, Absurd, who's also here. And uh, as long as he holds a spot, I think it is a live winning hope, as Mark suggests. And at the moment, my top pick, Beaver. Yeah, look, uh, I think you've summed it up quite well there. Ryan Moore is very confident this horse um, just wins. Um, that's always a good guide. And... Uh, We've got the right trainer um, who knows how to train these horses and identify a horse um, to bring bring to Australia. And they've had this horse earmarked to win the cup for some time now. Um, look, drops six and seven kilos um, on what it's uh, carried here and uh, 20 kilos on what it's carried in some hurdle races um, as well. Uh, but as soon as they saw its ability, they put it straight over the flat and, and knew they got a good one. You're right, gate three means it can take up a spot wherever it wants. Um, and that probably means that it just gets to the front somewhere in the straight and keeps going. Six horse is Sulcum for Joe Marrera, Chris Waller, uh, off the back of the win in the Queen Elizabeth last year and the Heatherly, Heatherly uh, first up this prep. 
Uh, it gets gate four. Uh, well, how are its chances, Beaver? Yeah, genuine live chance around the $10 mark here. Uh, got the master touch of Waller. Um, and it's from this prep of being good. Resumed with a very eye-catching win um, to show it was ready and repping for a cup campaign. Um, and a nice third behind Alligator Blood um, getting through on the rails um, in probably not the best part of the track and then um, butchered the start in the Caulfield Cup. But uh, it was definitely one of the most eye-catching runs flying home there. Um, that's a good form guide for this. Might want to miss the kick and give him too much start in the Melbourne Cup. Um, some of the quality of these horses. Um, so a lot will depend on the jump, but so gate four means that uh, it can get the right position in running as the magic man on top uh, in Jamarera and is a genuine live good chance in the Cup. They've taken the blinkers off too, so whether that helps at the start or not, I guess we'll see. Look, if it misses a start in gate four, I think it gets lost in the shuffle and out of play. Uh, but uh, is absolute life chance. Chris Wall is a grand final trainer and uh, wouldn't shock me at all to see it uh, grow another leg here tomorrow. Number seven is absurd. Get Zach Purton for Willie Mullins from gate eight, uh, which is uh, the right connections for this a race like this. Uh, two stars. Uh Coming off a win over in at York uh, in the Ebor, uh, but does have an eight eight lengths to make up on uh, Verborn last time they met. Uh, I think the fact that it's here uh, and in this race makes it a live chance because I couldn't imagine them travelling for the sake of it when you've got the other one here as well. Uh, how do you line this one up? Yeah, genuine chance um, based on, as you said here, I could see them just bringing it for company for the ball band, um, but I don't think... I do think that's part of the part of the reason it's here, but I th certainly think that um, as we've seen, these horses can uh, bob up um, under these circumstances, and the fact that it's twelve dollars in the market um, suggests it can run well. Number eight is right. You are gate fifteen for Johnny Allen. Uh, the Mar Eustace team has come through the Wait for Age path, uh, plodding around in all those lead-up races. The best thing I'd say for this horse is it will run as well as it can. It's an honest horse. It, If it's good enough, it's going to be close enough. I don't know if it is, but it's just such an honest horse. We saw that last prep that uh, I'm giving it half a chance for an exotics because uh, I think it will be uh, fit and uh, running on when a few of these are starting to slow down. But uh, what do you think? Yeah, I think that's a fair case. Um, I just don't know what's found the form. Um, this preparation, the last preparation, but that could have to do with uh, the way it's been set and set for this race. But uh, around the 50s, look, I can think you can finish in the top 10. Uh, yes, absolutely. The nah, race to runner number nine is Vow and Declare. Gate 19, the 2019 Melbourne Cup winner, uh, has put back-to-back -back, um, decent runs together. Uh I don't think – I think it's going well enough. I think this is a big job to win it here as an eight-year-old uh, from that gate for Billy Egan. Uh, I'm going to let this one go through to the keeper. Same with me. Under the odds, should be at least double that, even though it's won a Melbourne Cup. Um, draw 19. It's going to need to find us – go forward and find a spot here. Don't know how it's going to do that. And it'll just plug along again, potentially finish in the – Top dozen, but uh, won't be getting any of my money. Number 10 is Cleveland for Chris Lees. Mickey D takes the ride. Gate 23 uh, won last week's Mooney Valley Gold Cup. 
Uh, I think that's about as much as I can say for it. Spent a bit of spent its time in those races up in Sydney. Look, I will say its last two runs are its best runs this prep, peaking at the right time. But my opinion is probably not good enough, Eva. Yeah, I think that's right. Um, as you said, again, you're going wide. You could throw it in, but uh, it probably plugs away and runs on strong enough. But uh, yeah. Drawing gate 23 um, doesn't help. Number 11 is Ashrun. Gate 11 for the Ma Eustace team. Karen McAvoy, 51 and a half kilos. Second in the Geelong Cup. Uh, hasn't won for 1,101 days. Uh, I don't think that's going to change on the 1,102nd, is it, Beaver? It's not going to change at all, mate. Um, yeah, Pound it, no chance. <laughs> Number 12, Dakin Sweet Jr. has won the 3,200-metre Group 2 Adelaide Cup uh, for Dan Stackhouse, Philip Stokes. Uh, good luck to Connections. Yeah, they're going to need it. Number 13 is Okita Sushi, Dylan Gibbons for Joseph O'Brien. 12th in the Caulfield Cup, behind without a fight, started $31 in that race, gate 20. 51 and a half as well. I want to talk about this one. No, I don't, I don't think um, it could probably figure in this, but the fact that O'Brien's bought a horse here and running it, um, maybe, maybe, but uh, again, you need a lot of a lot of things to go away for this thing to, uh, to win this. Yeah, the market spatted out in the Caulfield Cup as well, and I... Couldn't find a lot to impress. Went back and um, stayed there, basically. Number 14 is Shiraz. Bo Merton's Chris Waller uh, hasn't won in Australia. And unfortunately, uh, from gate 22, I don't think that tomorrow is the day either. Not uh, for Shiraz, Matt. So there won't be any drinking Shiraz at the end of this for, for this connections. Uh, be paying for it themselves. <laughs> uh, number 15 is Last Ochka. For Craig Williams, uh, Price Kent Jr., gate 21. Uh, he's been on record saying this horse will be going forward with no weight. Uh, it will be one of the pace setters from out wide and drag a couple of these across with it, I suggest. Uh, look, it is French blood. It is French form off a 3,100-metre win over there. That form tends to stack up well. And I think given it's going to take up a position, around the 30s will go into my wider exotics. Uh, have you got a thought on this? Yeah, it's probably similar to you. Sneaky chance. Um, yeah, can can potentially finish in the top, you know, eight runners in here. I think, um, if not a slightly better. Um, a lot's going to depend on a little bit of getting across on that gate twenty-one and where it posses up. Sixteen is Magical Lagoon uh, for Chris Waller and Mark Duplessis uh, from gate seven. Again, hasn't won in Australia. Hasn't looked like winning, and I'll pass. Yeah, another one that you, if you want to hope, if you drew, drew this in, your sweeps that they're giving uh, a prize for last because that will finish closer to that than first. 17 is Military Mission. Rachel King, Gate 5 for the Waterhouse Bot team who are on fire. Has won two of its last three. Uh, is very honest on pacer. How do you line up its chances? Yeah, as you said, honest on pacer. But again, not one I can get excited about here. Um it could be hard fit, um, but uh, not hard enough fit here. Um, not keen at all. Probably unders for me. 
I think it's a live top 10 chance only because it's going to be up there and uh, you know it would be fit. Number 18, Serpentine. Again for the Waterhouse bot team. Jai McNeil, gate one. Uh, what do you want to say about this? Yeah, not a lot, mate. Um, again, another one I uh, uh, don't think uh, is um, too much chance of, of uh, figuring here. Again, Waterhouse bot. I mean, if you do if you do like those their horses, then you know, probably I actually think seven times probably a better chance than military mission to be honest. Um, so I have it finishing in front of it, but uh, yeah, again, uh, possible top dozen, but uh, not one of the live chances for me. Yeah, nineteen is Virtuous Circle, a gate six. Liam Howley, Craig Newitt. Uh, at the moment, there's at least two hundred and fifty to one on offer, uh, unless they put some hurdles out uh, in front of these. I can't see it figuring in the finish. Yeah, 100% probably needs to get in a fact, head start. In fact, if they put hurdles out, Vavan will probably win by more. So, anyway. Yes, yes. Uh, but it could run second. Mm. Um, but, yeah, I think uh, probably get it out of the stalls and get started now. Uh, maybe a chance then. I did run second in a derby uh, in a, a previous life, but we haven't seen anything near that lately. Number 20, Jamie Carr, Chris Waller. Combine it for more felons off a placing, actually running fifth in a Geelong Cup. But I am going to make the case that the widest runners there were hammered by the wind. I thought that was an eye catcher. Uh, snagged back, hit the line really well. And I think this is a great value play here. I think it can run top five or six. Uh, it wouldn't shock me at all. Uh, and Jamie Carr's found a bit of form on the weekend, which was the, I guess, the missing box uh, that I wanted to see. How do you assess its chances? Same, same. I'm disappointed it got gate 24 because yeah. I think if it drew better, um, I would have definitely been keen it could run in the top six. Um, if you go back, you're right. Um, didn't have the best of luck at Geelong, and that was a nice enough run. Um, and then the start before that, we talked about it earlier, Absurd. Um, it ran three lengths behind Absurd, carrying 61 kilos and drops to 50 here. So gets 11 kilo pulling in the weights. And then if you go back four starts um, over the 2800 at Ascot, uh, it ran seventh behind a horse called Vorban. Um, again, carrying 62 kilos, so it gets uh, 12 kilos drop on that. I think Vorban comes about six. So picks up six, kilo, uh, six kilos on Vorban there, did finish 12 lengths behind it. So that puts it six lengths closer, roughly, um, which could be good enough to finish reasonably close in the top six, maybe four here. Number 21, Future History, Holly Doyle, riding in her first cup for Mara and Eustace. From gate 13. Uh, the best thing to say about this is it's going to be there. It's an on pacer. It's always going to run well. It, it's benefited this prep from being able to put itself up on pace. They've all been walking races uh, and it's uh, the ability to, to find a spot is has been its best friend leading up to this. Uh, ran well enough at Mooney Valley. I don't think it, it's going to get a cozy enough run to figure in the finish, but uh, the fact it's going to be there makes it, I guess, alive. <coughs> Top seven or eight chance, Eva. Consistent as the day is long. Um, that's all I can really offer for this. I just don't. I just don't think it can run out the strong thirty-two hundred um, with some pressure on, and uh, I think a bit self-wanting in the last four hundred. But if you, you know, you could throw it in if if you like those horses coming in with some consistent form. The next horse is number twenty-two. Interpretation. It's currently hundreds. Uh, it's got Teddy New, Tia Nugent on top, uh, Mara Eustace, Gate 17. 
I'm going to make the case here that this is the best long shot in the race. Uh, it's been on a rehab prep after being pulled up last year. Uh, it's taken a long time to get back. It's been working up to its best. I think it's a classier animal than the market's giving it credit for. Do I think it can win? Maybe not, but if you're going to throw one in at hundreds, I think this is the best case I can make. Uh, we'll need luck and all the rest of it, but right stable to peak on the right day. Beaver. Yeah, I think that's right. Um, snuck in here with a, a win last start. And um, yeah, it's possibly uh, the best of 100 to 1 shot. Um, it's got running around here at the longer price. I think it, I think it is a better uh, chance than some of these that are sitting around the 30s and 40s mark. So I think you're right. You could throw this one in um, for a stab in the dark. I think it can finish top 10 as a minimum. 23 is Calipor off the win in the Archer Stakes on the weekend. Zach Lloyd takes over for Chris Lee's Gate 14. Anything you want to add? Not a lot here. Um, snuck home there um, after getting all the favours, jiggy jogging up front. Um, yeah, not for me. Yeah, me neither. The best thing I can say is on a three-day backup, it'll be fit, but that was a walking race. Uh, it happened to be the first walker home and... Uh, not much more to add there. Number 24, True Marvel. Ben Thompson, Matt Smith, Gate 10. I wouldn't tip this at Warwick Farm next Wednesday, and I shan't be tipping it here either. Spot on. Well, we better have our final thoughts, having run through them all. what uh, Have you got a thought on how this race is going to pan out, and who do you like? Yeah, look, uh, I've come down here... Um, and I, I've done I've done the form as we've been through here. My on topper is number five, Warban. I think it's going to be hardest to beat. Um, everything points in the direction that uh, it's got all the makings of a quality animal, and I'm hoping we see it in the cup tomorrow. Got it on top. Uh, main danger without a fight, so I'm going to stick with it. I backed at Caulfield Cup. I think it can get a nice run here, and uh, that'll do me. Um, and then if I'm looking to sort of box up six or seven horses um, in a trifecta, I'm going number five, ball band, one gold trip, three without a fight, six sulcum, four breakup, 20 more felons, and I'm going to chuck in number 22, interpretation. I've seen it the same way. Uh, I think this is a fantastic chance of Orban uh, on top for me. Clearly from uh, three without a fight, who Mark Zara is stuck with off the very impressive Caulfield Cup win. Uh, is a proper horse. Uh, it hasn't run badly in Australia yet. Number two, Gold Trip, next best. And again, like you, I'm going to box up number 22, Interpretation, which I think is, uh, and I'm glad you agree, is the biggest overs in the field. Uh, number seven, Absurd. Number 20, More Felons. 21 future history and number four breakup uh and hopefully we get a nice result there next best i'll, I'll think about a horse like right you are just a, an honest trier but uh, a good race to bet into actually for once i think this is one of the more abc melbourne cups if not the most abc melbourne cup i can recall beaver yeah 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 i think that's right i think it is one of the uh, clearer ones that you can paint a picture here and you can narrow it down um to those four live chances. And uh, I think you'll find the winner comes from one of those. That's just my assessment there. I agree. Um, and looking forward to seeing how it all pans out, of course, uh, check out progroupracing.com.au because as I said earlier, we do this 
twice a week, each and every week. You can find it for free. Uh, full previews of both Sydney and Melbourne cards and the occasional uh, interstater when there's something worth talking about. Um, leave us some feedback and subscribe below. Uh, good punting tomorrow, Beaver. Good luck. Sounds good, mate. And we'll talk to all the punters again at Wednesday night when we preview Oak State. Take care, guys.